Hey guys, I'm Brittany. I'm Rhea. And this is the Be More podcast. We're back. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Honestly, the first thing I thought about though was we were, we, you guys are experiencing what it's like to really be, oh my gosh, here comes Morty. I told you they come in like waves, um, which is great because that's why I wanted to get two, two new cats because whenever like I could always shift out one. <laughs> yeah. <Here's> Morty. <laughs> His yeah, whole name is too. Mordecai, but we call oh, him Mordecai. Rudy. That's cute. Ooh. Sorry, yeah, I got two new cats. Yeah, all I think it was Rick and Morty with that name. Well, yeah, that's why. Well, Dan wanted to name them Rig, so they're Morty and Rigby, and he was like, "Oh, they're perfect because it's from the regular show." And I was like, "I'm not naming them after characters from the regular show." Have you ever seen the regular show? It was like an early 2000s show. It's like I think if it was like on, I just it's like, like the stupid yeah. levels of like Adventure Time. Yeah, but like it's a cool. It's not. I don't want to use the word cool. It's the wrong word. It's it's just a good mindless stupid show to watch. And I mean, Gunter <laughs> is named after the penguin from Adventure Time, so I was like, it's fi- fine. I guess we'll name them after. Uh, so I I, I don't hate Mordecai, but I was like, look, if we're gonna do this whole cartoon theme, like let's name him Morty. So we've got like a Rick and Morty cat, and then we have a regular show Mordecai and Rigby cat. So he only gets called he only gets called Mordecai when he does something bad. Um, got it. But status. Right, right, right. anyway, I was thinking about this when I was like getting myself like, oh yeah, we're doing the podcast again. I feel like if you're a listener to this, you're experiencing what it's like to truly have a good like adulting friend relationship because we'll go off and deal with shit. Like that was why we stopped. Like I looked back at like when we stopped recording and May was probably when so when so much of the shit that was happening in my life like really was like oh go yeah go 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 time you just if you just listen to those like last few you're going through shit (laughs) yeah going through shit um and so I feel like like all of my best adulting like friendships that are friends that I choose not just like friends that are in my vicinity all the time it's the situation is like, okay, I'm going to talk to you and we're going to hang out and we're going to be together and we're going to do stuff and we're going to text and we're going to do whatever we can. And then like, it's dead silence for months <laughs> because like yeah. shit is happening. And then you just like hop back in like, oh, hey, what's up? And like, so if you're listening to us and you're like, what has happened? Like they didn't say they were going to stop doing the podcast. We are just experiencing a true adulting friendship. Like you're, you're one of us, you're here with us and now we're back at it. Yeah, life in our thirties because Brittany also turned thirty in the middle of, oh, of yeah. this of this break. So, Ta-da. Um, but I'm no joined. Back. Yeah, no, Brittany yeah. had a lot of life to live while I was. Uh, we're naming this maintaining this episode. Hashtag maintaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you were away. How was your tour? Um, sorry, I'm watching the cats fight. Uh, Fine. it it was. I was much more prepared for it this year, but you know how you can never, the tour always reminds me that you can never be prepared. You're real. It's like a perfect example of that. Like you're never prepared. Um, but it went for me as a person, I think it went better. Uh, I handled things better. It was, it went better. I was happy with like myself when I left it overall. Um, but you know, like shit happens and there were things that sucked, but I ate really good food. Um, <laughs> and that matters. yeah, we went to like this, uh, like these awesome barbecue places. Nice. Um, and like, I'm a huge fan of mellow mushrooms. So we went back to mellow mushroom. Have you ever been to mellow mushroom before? No, I have not. Okay. If you ever start to wander down South, I think there's one like as close as in Maryland, go to mellow okay. mushroom. Their pizza is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah i mean it 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 was what it was there was a night when i woke up (laughs) there was a night when i woke up so i have this wonderful like roommate that i that i like sleep with Mm -hmm. that we Mm -hmm. share a room and she is like the perfect person for me to be with and there was a night like in the second leg of tour where i got you know like i get up to pee all the time always have to pee yeah yeah and i woke up had no idea where I was because I mean when for anybody who isn't familiar with tour life you usually sleep in like a different hotel every night um and I was really good at planning so we had a couple nights where we were in the same hotel and I feel like somehow that made it worse than if we were in a different hotel every night Hmm. but I woke up to pee in the middle of the night had no idea where I was 
didn't have my glasses on, so couldn't see shit. <laughs> was so disoriented. And I guess I thought that I was in a different hotel than we were in because I tried to go to the bathroom and I walked directly into her bed. Oh, like didn't wake her up. Like she was so funny. She had no idea what was going back. Walked directly into her bed, had like a moment of panic and was like, oh my God, where am I? How do I get out of here? Like, how did I get here? How do I get out of here? It took me a solid 30 seconds to oh realize like, oh, okay. Like, no, we're oh fine. God. The bathroom's yeah. over there, Renee. Um, so I feel like that story kind of sums up exactly what the experience is like. Um, That's nice. Yeah, but I couldn't wait to come home because I had a million. I mean, I left right in the middle of like painting and like settling stuff in. Um, yeah, you literally like Brittany got moved. Obviously, she went on tour. She left for a few weeks or whatever. Turned 30 in the middle of that. Uh, what else did you do? You got a couple of cats. What else, I got what two else happened? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um so okay so here's the other like not fun stuff like so I don't I don't know if I said this on the podcast before but I get like whatever we can talk about it because it's happening like my parents are officially divorcing um Mm -hmm. a big part of a lot of the shit that I was dealing with when we were like about to stop had to do with that I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to like go and try to buy a house while all of that was happening um and also Uh, a fun thing distractions distractions no but it ended up like it ended up being a really good thing for us. Um, I also, I don't know if I talked to, I don't know if I, this was true the last time we had an episode, um, but I also started taking antidepressants. You were in the midst of either you deciding, I think I was, deciding. right? Yes, yes. Um, Congratulations. How's that going? Um, life is great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> life is great. Um, anyone who. That's great maintenance. And and this is why I said hashtag maintenance thing. Um, Anyone who is on the cusp of trying to make the decision, like, just, just do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I feel like a lot of my friends and people that I just know of are on something. Yeah. (laughs) This is the generation where we're just like, we need something to get us by now. Yeah. I think that, um, I think that like, on the grand scheme of things, it's kind of, it's sad that that's the case. But at the same time, I feel like previous generations just used to like, drink, dr- like, yeah, just drink themselves drink. into oblivion or drugs. just string themselves out on, yeah, drugs. So anything, like at least yeah, anything addictive that's unhealthy. Yeah. Right. So at least we're trying to like maintenance it. But here's the biggest thing. I don't know if I told you this. Did I tell you what my um psychiatrist said that blew my brain? I don't know if I said this. Um, I'll 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 repeat it. Um, I so I haven't had, and I think it really helped me during tour because, like, talk about dealing with triggers. Um, I haven't had the feeling of like actually experiencing a panic attack, or um, I haven't. I can't say that I haven't dealt with like feelings of depression, right? Like, especially coming back from tour, like there's like this wall right so you get like sad about it mm-hmm. um but I haven't had the weight of things that I used to carry around with me and my emotional response isn't overwhelming anymore and That's I remember it, yeah like I I can have a balance there are times when like but like I I I have more of myself like things don't blow up the pieces of my yeah and my psychiatrist when I was like first talking about deciding whether I wanted to do it or not I was explaining to him what I was dealing with and like why I was afraid to have it and and he was like um the question he asked me like in a a question reference like but what if you didn't have to deal with it at all like Mm -hmm. why are you making yourself suffer by saying like and you, then, and I, I'm, I would be like, oh, but I can always come back from it. I can always handle it. And he was like, but why do you have to handle it at all? And I was like, shit, yeah. like, why do I have to handle it at all? Why am I torturing my fucking self? And that, that's the thing that I keep coming back to is that I don't find myself being tortured by my emotions anymore. And as somebody who's an empath, as somebody who's super aware of what's going on in the world, it's so nice to have that safe boundary of detachment not like oblivion and not like being an asshole but like I don't 
automatically get emotionally invested in everything and that that's amazing is great yeah i i'm on that cusp i think i have to get over the i and the people that are on that i know of that are on medication tend to be white people and i think it's much harder for and i'm speaking from my experience it's much harder for me and the people that i am around that are not white Mm. to make that jump (laughs) because there's like that added if you know if your parents are immigrants like that added like why the hell are you on medication for this just go being filthy go pray or go to therapy or whatever Mm -hmm. like even therapy is just like you know so like hard enough yeah yeah so like that i think i'm at that point where i'm like all right like clearly people have are on it and it's working and they haven't had you know it's not Oh, a stigma, but it still is, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, there's an under... Like, I still have... um, I still have moments where I get worried um, about having to talk about it. Um, The the wildest thing is um, spending time with the next generation and traveling with them. Trying to figure out what they're breaking. Um, (laughs) There are so many, like... It's interesting because we're worried about it and there are so many in the next generation coming up that already are like, just have been on it their whole life. Like so many of them, like that's a norm for their generation. Um, And it's interesting because it doesn't really seem to help them. If that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know if that it's like, they're like, (laughs) so (laughs) it's an interesting thing that I'm learning there (laughs) because so much of their programming it's like, it's not just a chemical situation. It's like, they're just trained to be uh, that way. If that makes sense. Like, it's like so it's, like, it's a, it's, it's like, I don't want to say that it's a choice, but like, it's just what they're used to. I don't, I don't know how like, to explain it. Like, that's just what's in. I don't know if that's even the right terminology. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't know how to put uh, this into psychology words. psychology in them. It's just like, psychology I, them, they're just function to do that right like it's just it's and it will I feel like it'll take that's why there's like um what's that type of like behavior therapy like it's a behavior almost it's like a Mm. it's like a like a they've been trained yeah yeah there we go uh thank you but it's it's so it's interesting but I I think (laughs) for I was I'm not trained to do it I don't want to do it so I think it like when it really is just like something going on inside of your brain, like medication really helps. And I, I'm very happy that I did it. Yeah. And I hope, I think it is, it is, it is like a, like, I don't, I, I don't want to do it. So it has to, like, I don't want to be this way. So it has to be like something in my brain, you know, I got, I literally got to that point where I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm so desperate for like, like yeah I think you know I think like week by week when I go to therapy because I am with a new therapist I don't know if you know that Mm, no so so yeah my three months too have been just like crazy everything changes in that moment everything it's like even more intense than finding a new partner yeah so yes because therapy like shopping if you will I mean you know it's the worst thing ever yeah so I have a new therapist is my update well one of the updates and she's also Filipino Oh, that's gonna be added, so good for you which is an added layer that like I needed because I've yeah. like, been through just like just a therapist just in need like when I was younger and then like an Asian American therapist but not truly Filipino mm. so I've like gotten to that and now every week in therapy I'm like oh, it's gotta be like just my mental like like hormonal imbalance type bullshit like chemicals up in here so I'm inching towards that, towards medication, but you know we're still going at it with the you, you, yeah. behavioral stuff. So, what I'm going to for you, you will find you will find whatever situation yeah. works best for you. I'm not stoked about the idea of like I'm going to be taking this and it's like a I know, thing. It's like but like something. it it is what it is, like. We yeah. take women take birth control. I could be taking time. like heart yeah. medication, you know, like it, it is yeah. what it is. Um, but I will say that my life is calmer. And like, yeah. again, it's all about what was the word we were using? Maintaining. 
maintain. I was like, it started with an M and I was like, this doesn't make sense in my head, all the words I was saying, but yeah, it's all about maintaining. And I feel like I'm just trying to like maintain my fucking peace, like as much as I possibly can. Well, that's what 30 is um, for apparently. Cause I, I've been trying to figure that out too. I'm like, oh, 30 must just be like, cause twenties or twenties or my twenties. I obviously can't speak for you. It's chaotic as shit. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wildness. Chaos. But then somehow I, I also turned 30 in the midst of our yeah it wasn't just me it was also me um and i feel like like a fucking like another like light switch went off i'm like what was i being like this isn't serious (laughs) like you know there what is is this beautiful so i listened to this podcast with um oh what the fuck is her name julia something dreyfus the woman from seinfeld yeah yeah yeah. julie and i have um I've come into this, I've always really been interested in older people, but I, which is why I probably always got along with them better than I did people our age, but I am like fascinated right now by women who are older than us. And and how they've maintained. Right. Because 90% of my brain goes, how the fuck did anybody do that? How, how did women do this? Like how, how, Mm -hmm. um, so she has this podcast called Wiser Than Me. Um, I highly recommend it. But she talks to all of these older women. And I mean, she's in her 60s herself, but she talks to women older than her to like, you know, learn shit about because they've lived longer. And mm-hmm. she talked to you. Um, wow, I'm really bad with names today. <laughs> I see her face in front of me. Nope. The woman who used to do all of the 1980s, like, workout videos she like started the trend of that she was in grace and frankie oh starts girl. with a j it starts with girl. a j i don't remember her name but i can see her face jane Fon. yeah jane, jane fonda, fonda. Yeah. yeah teamwork okay <laughs> get it there. <laughs> anyway jane fonda love her and she's like fucking 90 something that woman like damn she's, she's still around yeah God and bless. she put like aging into this reference of like of theater because she's an actress right but she was like when i hit 30 and when i hit 60 i looked at my life as being in three acts of a play and when she talks about turning 30 she was like that's the act where i was just like i was old enough not to give a fuck but i was still figuring stuff out so it was like she was like that was the best act of my life because i knew like where to put my energy and she's like and then she said like her last act of her life she she just doesn't give a fuck and does whatever she wants to um but she said like that was like the best act of her life and i'm thinking about it that way like this is our next phase of life which is wild to think about but like this is the next act and what do i want well don't what don't i want yeah a part I, of it because yeah, now we have a choice I, I was like, we're adults we're like older we're, we're in charge we're, of our lives we're old enough not saying that like everyone at 30 is like old enough to like you know or like can figure it out but like i think for the both of us like we now know we're maintaining we're we're trying we're maintaining. to maintain shit. like we're, we're getting help from like professionals now like we have our own space like we we know which direction you want to go and now like like i think i texted you when you turned 30 i was like this is like hopefully this is a calm year because i turned 30 a month ago and i was like this is pretty chill like <laughs> i was texting my childhood friend um ren mm-hmm. and and they were like how is it going and i was like i my mental image that I texted her was like, this is where I plan to nuzzle into the soft under boob of life. <laughs> no. Like, that's what I want 30 to be. Just like a chill nestle into some under yeah. boob and just like hanging out in there. Yeah, like I'm straight chilling for the most part. Like stuff obviously gets to me just because that's just how life is. And like, I'm right. You know, Always. Whatever. But like, yeah, it's really something clicked when I turned 30. I was like, oh. It really wasn't that serious, huh? <laughs> I've noticed, and I think I think a lot of it has come with, um, like the process of dealing with this house and the process of dealing with what's going on with my family, um, and honestly, learning so much in like the last year, really being like, okay, these are what boundaries are, and yeah. this is how. 
if you don't like the way that people are treating you or you don't agree with what people are saying or you don't want to hang, don't. Like, say something. And it's, it's something clicked in me. And a lot of it really happened over tour too. Like, I think I kind of reaffirmed it for myself over tour because I had to handle like some pretty serious shit and talk to like people who are my elders, like essentially and, and manage stuff that I wasn't okay with and was like communicated through it. Like, this is how this is happening. And this is what I'm interpreting. And this is how I feel about it. And this is what I need to change. And Mm-hmm. I was so proud of myself for doing that that I just want to do that all the time now. You know, like the mm. the sense of yeah. relief that comes from actually like planting your fucking feet. Oh, yeah. And that's that. I mean, I always knew that I was going to be excited about being in my 30s. I feel like like 30s was always like, remember like the 13 going on 30 movie? Like, yeah, it was. <laughs> And everyone always used to be like, oh, you're like, you're like six going on 30. Like they always used to say that, but that sense of, that sense of like, there's a little bit of stability in your life. And okay. I can say this for me. There's a, there's some consistent stability in my life. And and with that, and there's like, there's also some freedom that comes with that. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's exciting as fuck. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, I mean, you basically saying. You know, like, like I, I just some, hope that people I find it. Sense of, yeah, it's the sense of stability and then knowing kind of your worth type situation. Like, if you don't need to fucking be there, then don't be there. Like, yeah. you know, even if it's like your family or friends, like, if you don't want to fucking be there, then don't. Like, your energy is, should be somewhere else. The worst part, though, about having a home and having this place that just is yours holy feels yeah like it's yours yeah. and like you've done stuff to it and as your vibes the worst part is that you don't want to leave i've become a homebody not dude that I, like, I don't want to leave <laughs> like i finally like put the last few pieces like i got a new lamp back there like the last few oh, pieces I like it. on my place finally like i have a little other things that like i just need to like clean up whatever but like now i'm like why why would I leave? <laughs> what do I what am I doing? It also is this is what I've been dealing with the last three months too. It also is easier and simultaneously harder because no one like y'all moved away from me. I know. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like all of my friends moved away from where we Dude, all because were. you live in the most congested area ever. Which is fine. Everyone has been like, why why live here? Uh, but no, it works for you. Reasons. I get it. I, I understand it works for you. So it's much easier, but also very difficult at the same time, which is what I've been yeah. trying to deal with the last three months. Yeah. Um, my, my therapist called it, I'm in my grieving phase of my friendship Aww, right now. I love so, you. Oh, <laughs> I love you too. It's just like, it's been very... I, I've been dealing, I've been maintaining, if you will. But there are days where I'm like, oh, Okay. <laughs> But it is, yeah. I'm just like, and also because of my dogs, who is just literally just True. sleeping behind oh, Yeah, me. where is he? Oh, yeah. He's just sleeping on the couch. Just out. So easy to just, like, stay here. I'm like, well, right. you're here, so, like, and you right. don't want me to leave, so. Right. I mean, and I this get is it. Very peaceful. Like, this is my, like, like. Yeah, my, like, you're you know chill. Like, it's, it's so. Yeah. It's so funny. So my mom, so I had, so for people to give you guys like a timeline of how ridiculous like my life is, um, I came back from tour and literally two days later, we adopted the cats. It was unintentional. Um, but uh-huh. I had seen them. I had seen them before I left because I had to go get run and get cat food. It's like a whole thing. Um, oh, okay. and, and I, I made the, I don't want to say mistake because I think that like, I don't 100% believe that everything happens for a reason, but I do believe that like the universe knows what's going on and is smarter than me. Um, so I just yeah, had, I was like, you in the direction. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, Cause it's a hundred percent true that these cats were always supposed to be like in our family because they, it took them two seconds to get acquainted. Um, oh, nice. But they, 
I was like, you know what, Dan, why don't we just go like you have the day you got out of work early. Why don't we just go and like, look, so you can see, cause we knew we wanted to get more cats. And well, originally we always said one. And then I was like, okay, we're going to get two cats. I just started saying we were getting two cats and Dan was just like, didn't rebut. Yeah, okay. So I was like, okay, we're getting two cats. So I was like, why don't we just go and look at these cats that I saw when I was at the store? Like I, I felt something and we, we went just to stop and I didn't even tell him like what unit cage they were in. He just like went right to them. It was so what weird uh-huh. um, and sat down. I was like playing with them and I was talking to the woman behind, like who was the manager. And she was like, it usually takes a week to adopt them, like for the process to go through. And I was like, oh, okay, perfect. Dan will be off next week. That's perfect timing. And then I ended up like, you, you know, I'm a like, I talked to anybody. I ended up on the phone with the lady who runs the adoption thing and we're talking and she's like, oh, okay. Like it'll take like 72 hours. Then like five seconds later into the conversation, she's like, do you want to come pick him up tomorrow? Jesus. <laughs> and I, at first I looked at Dan and I was like, are you okay with this? Cause I, like I'll, I can be home, but like you won't be home. You still have to work. And like, I love my husband. And he was like, if we have the chance to take them out of here faster and like give them a home, like let's give them a home good guy yeah Yeah. um so that was like super like okay I guess I'm coming to get you tomorrow morning um which I didn't sleep a lot the night beforehand because I was so excited but of course it it, like now that they're here like I don't why why would I want to leave like everything I want is here it's set up exactly the way I want it it's comfy but like I said to you like I said to you um when we first got on look if you're anyone who lives with your parents or like ever had to do chores with your parents, maybe you'll understand this <laughs> as wonderful as it is to have your own home. I get why my parents used to ask for help and ask oh, me to do chores yeah. because the amount of work it takes to maintenance a house is just Y'all don't have ridiculous. Houses? god bless because i'm in a little condo situation i just got it's whatever insane like i when we lived when we lived oh well we might have to restart this but when we um when we lived in the apartment and everywhere that we lived beforehand because dan and i have lived in two apartments together prior like it's different when you're coming into a place a first it's been cleaned before you get there um and B, like, it's not, I don't know, it's, there's something about it is just different. Like, I cleaned and I yeah. cared, but, like, my level of care, I guess, wasn't as much, or for whatever reason, was different. I'm an absolute wild person about <laughs> cleaning and taking care of things here. And it's just, it's so, like, it's just so different when you've put it together from scratch and you've made decisions and you're like, it's all your stuff. It. Right. Like you're not leaving. Right. And I, you're locked in for a long time. Usually for house. Part of the mentality is I am so, I am so grateful to have this place. Mm -hmm. Like I have so much appreciation for the fact that, we have a home yeah right like we have and we did it ourselves which is like crazy um but and we have so many beautiful things like we have like our bathrooms are these like beautiful like granite and it's like dan and i really made the choice early on in our relationship that we were going to live below our means so that we could when we were ready to like make a decision that we can make a decision and get exactly what we wanted and and we did that and like the the just the gratification from that is so strong like there are nights when we sit on our couch and I literally am like I can't believe this is our life like and it's not like we live in like this huge ridiculous McMansion which I would never do anyway but like it I just have so much appreciation for the fact that we've done this and that we have this and it's accessible to us and it it makes you want to keep it, you know, nice, right? So I hope For that sure. never goes away. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but just, it is it's a lot of American work. dream. It's that like that American dream, like, and it doesn't have to be like an immigrant dream. It's just like now, like the American dream is to like own something, 
Right. Because like, with the economy right. going to shit and just the world ending, do you somehow find a way in middle middle America to own a home, own your car, you know, own something? Yeah. Like, that's just the dream right now. So, like, I think we're both very mm. grateful that we've done this. Absolutely. And before 30, basically. Right. Like, yeah. it's crazy. It's it's something I I would suggest, and it doesn't matter when in your life you do it, but like the it's that feeling of like, wow, we wanted this forever and we've accomplished it. And like, you know, and and I think that the other part of it too is I think that and I've seen Mm-hmm. I've drive we've looked at so many different houses and like during the point when we were looking at houses like I've studied people's houses it baffles me when you see that people have houses and they just kind of let them go yeah yeah I can't imagine doing that I can't imagine like you you value and you appreciate what you have right and I, I think like that's something that I'm grateful to my parents for like helping instill in me, even mm-hmm. though I definitely followed my mother about entering the dishwasher all the time. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, like you, you, you have respect for the things that you get in life, right? The things that you have in knowing that it's so, so interesting. So I don't know if, did you get the warning about like the tornadoes the other day when that other, like a couple of days ago when that storm came through? No, I didn't not up here you might just be out of it like the thought in my brain of like oh my god a tornado could come through and just take all of this away from us Mm -hmm. and I was like the irony could you imagine that story like you just moved (laughs) in and now your house got swept away that it's a scary thought the I have such a grounded realization that nothing that I have is mine (laughs) right like it's mine but like I have to appreciate it while I have it right because it's it's not Nothing is guaranteed. So like I will get down on my hands and knees and scoop the little cat litter things to get stuck in between the granite in my bathrooms happily because I just want to take care of it. And that's how I feel about these kittens. Honestly, I like I annoy the shit out of my bigger cats even more now. Like I. How lucky are we to have made it to 30 and still have our health? have more period period period. (laughs) have our health have our and have more like you open the door and it's like okay here's look at all the opportunities you have now like 30 is gonna be great and I'm super stoked about it yeah no I think um I literally this morning I literally sat down put on a fucking one of my vinyls because I have this vinyl player like record yes sat down with my dog and looked around I was like wow <laughs> this is my life like this how is wonderful my life how great like I can and do whatever just... I want and I can maintain my space and peace in here and that's the best it's... part right it's like I'm comfortable and I'm peaceful and then you just appreciate that and that's 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 truly just like the good part of life and I feel like my FOMO has gone away a little which is really good too I'm trying because because you like you know when you feel really content and happy where you are you don't you know it's it's not always easy but like it yeah. it helps it yeah, 100% no, helps. helps for sure like once I'm out of my brain like once I once I the fog goes away when I whenever those like episodes happen and I just literally this morning sit and just like look around and appreciate I'm like oh the fuck it's not what that do serious. I need to be doing like, yeah that's serious what like, do I need to be doing I did everything I could. Like I got to this place, and now I'm just looking around with all the stuff that I own, and it's mine, and it's my place. And she's like, "Oh, okay, this isn't bad." <laughs> I highly, I highly just encourage people to to find the peace, the peace, the peace. And yeah. I will tell you. So the another couple of fun things um, that happened. Hashtag turning thirty. So I. Um, I had a lot of like health concern things that were happening also during the time that just seems like my whole life was cracking open. Um, yeah. But so another thing that I definitely suggest hashtag turning 30 is start tuning into your body and getting things checked. Um, so I had two not fun 
scary things that I was experiencing in my body. Um, I had found like a lump in my breast. I don't know if I even told, did I tell you this? Um, and because there is, um, a history. So my father's mother had died from ovarian cancer. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think I told you that I tested positive for one of the cancer genes. So I tell you that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So on top of that, I was like, the fuck is going on right now? Hot. Um, so yeah. I have to go get that all checked out. Turns out I just have like fibroids in my boob, which um, okay. women, if you tend to lay on one side or sleep in a funny position, you could start to create like fibroids in your breast. So fun, exciting thing to learn. Um, and I literally was like, was like stressful, it, not pain, like pain, like pain. And I was like, wait, I don't understand how I'm getting this. Like, what would I be doing in my life? That's creating like this problem in my in my boob and I literally like rolled over one night in bed because I tend to sleep like that right like on the bed and I rolled into it and I was like fuck I was like that's how I'm I literally like smushed my boob while I'm sleeping so that happens Mm. um and then I also got my first colonoscopy oh yay how was that Uh, everything came back clear super exciting great Um, you you have to do that for because of your genetics so right because my genetics I you don't have to do it before I think you don't have to do it before you're 40 for like most people um but um honestly great nap like great nap anesthesia is wonderful and another I think another true um testament to being on my antidepressants is I handled that whole situation so well man like I was so calm I mean you know you get like little nerves and stuff but I had the normal amount of nerves I feel like like a regular person would have a regular person yeah I wasn't like I slept the night before well as much as I could taking that shit that part was the worst um I slept the night beforehand even like in the office like I was it almost kind of, it almost made me nervous how calm I was. That was a huge testament to the fact that like, oh, this is helping. Like, Drugs work. Yeah. Uh, medicated yeah. medication. Yeah. Like, right. Like, when they're prescribed, they're prescribed yeah. right. And they're actually yeah. meant for what they're meant for. Um. So yeah, like clean bill nice. of health. Nice. I've, Good. I'm finally making my family deal with their own shit and not taking on other people's emotional baggage, which is great. Like, everything just seems to click at 30. So if you're upcoming 30, if you're getting closer to 30 and you're like, fuck 30, like they, all those stupid videos about, you know, you're, you know, if you're born in 1994, like, yeah, fuck. Um, I'm sorry, but I think that women have an emotional awakening in their thirties. I think that women start to have their sexual awakening when they get into their thirties. I think that we are just meant to be older because the world fucks with us when we're young. Mm-hmm. So just step into it. If you're somebody who's approaching 30, step into it wholeheartedly and just enjoy the ride. Yeah, um, because really, I mean, again, I think we were both very emotional children. Mm-hmm. Like in our empath feels. Mm-hmm. And like the world started to end in our brains, I'm sure, multiple times before and like, we, hit, we hit 30. And then we hit the world knew that and also yeah. seemed to always just like the universe was like, all right, like we're gonna we're gonna push you to your limits, which I think it does to everyone, regardless if you can handle it or not. Mm-hmm. But then you just get older and then you're like, Oh, it's really no, bitch. not that serious. <laughs> like oh shit like i think i can i can survive until my body gives out naturally you know yeah. like as opposed to like the other unfortunate part that yeah yeah i have um, yeah that has so helped hopefully people so, so much hopefully people get to that point in their lives i think it is obviously it's it's easier said than like done to like just wait it out sure. hopefully you know everyone experiences that at some point and the waiting it out part is interesting yeah because you can choose to wait it out because i don't want to say that you don't get to to, like ah how do i i don't know how i want to do this sometimes you do have to wait sometimes there is a lot of patience that's required of you but you can wait I'm, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. There's, you can wait 
by putting yourself deep in the depths of the war and just yeah. wait there or you can wait by like finding shelter and doing good shit for yourself you know yeah. um it's like when you go to sit and like wait at the car dealership it's like I can sit there and stare at the tv or like stare at people around me who are yelling at everything and like that's a waste of my time right it doesn't help me or I could like do something productive while I'm sitting there like you sometimes you don't get to decide change (laughs) dude I'm the most productive when I have to wait um I'm literally working like while I'm waiting you don't get to choose the time when things happen Mm -hmm. or when when opportunities present themselves to you. Cause I really do believe that life is so much of that timing, right? Like yeah. opportunity presents itself. You have to strike. Um, you don't get to choose when that happens. So like you always are kind of playing a waiting game in some way, shape or form, but like, are you being proactive in that downtime? Are you getting yourself That's, prepared? Yeah. Are you preparing yourself to meet that opportunity when it comes to you? Right. You can wait, but I think you still need to take action. Right. Like in the meantime, I think that's what it is, honestly. Because if you usually wait, you're going to wait forever. So. And be yeah. extremely disappointed. Right. No, no regrets. Hashtag no regrets. Um, Speaking of waiting and speaking of getting older, um, I waited my whole life to see if they were going to do a like another Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, are they doing another one? Um, no, oh. but they oh, wrote wait, wait. a book about it. Oh shit! That, oh, that's real. I did not know that. Are you? I didn't I'm know it you're either. That. Dude, I finished it in two days. That's amazing. I mean, that is your your jam. You know, like it that is a hundred percent my jam. Yeah. Um, so oh, hey, baby, you need attention right now. I want to say hello. Oh, you're purring so loud. And to ever listen to your purr? Can you hear it? No, unfortunately. No, nope. because it's like in their bellies and not in their I faces. Say it's not in their face. Um, <laughs> but so I yeah. heard about it because someone on tour, like, asked. Was we were talking about like what they were reading and brought it up, and I was like, I'm sorry, hold the phone. What happened? <laughs> and it came out last year. I feel like how is there not like a bigger. Books don't really get advertised that much. You know what I'm but saying? Like, like, it's, like our whole generation is like obsessed with this movie. Um, so, or like this world. Um, it's called Long Live the Pumpkin Queen. I highly recommend that you buy it. It really was. I think it was like $11, which is wild to me. Um, great um, price point. Um, <laughs> just at first I was not in it. First, I was not in it. Well, At do first, you read like is it? Do you read that type of stuff anymore? Like, well, fantasy, it's like... it's. I didn't think I was gonna like it. So apparently, the genre of this author is like young adults, like mystery thriller. Okay, which okay. totally makes sense for yeah. the Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Um, yeah. so I, I and I didn't even know like what genre it really fell into. I was like, I just wanna, you know, I just wanna hear how the story continues. Um, yeah, consume more, yeah. I really liked it. Like the, I was surprised at how I liked the genre. I don't like scary, but like this has a little bit of like thriller in it. And I liked, yeah. And I liked that. So I might look into this often more. Um, but I didn't like the beginning because it was like almost kind of beating a dead horse a little bit. And then it was like very like repeating the beginning of like the actual Nightmare Before Christmas, which I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like where this is going. Is it just gonna be like a you know 99 cent version? Yeah. Right. Um, dude, yeah, highly yeah. recommend. No. Uh, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah, it got to a I point where know. I was like, I don't want to stop reading. I want to know what's gonna happen, which is like the thriller aspect. But I highly recommend if you are a fan of Jack and Sally, if you're a fan of the Nightmare Before Christmas read it and Disney this is my ask for you to make it a movie because the <laughs> the description of like the characters and the places and like the visuals are so strong in here that I think that it would transition easy. into yeah a movie really well so this is my okay. recommendation read for the rest of the summer it, like I said I, it and it's like huge the text is huge it's like young adult oh, so it takes like no time yeah. to read but say, it ain't no I was satisfied there were there were moments when I gasped out loud I love those books. I wish I could get back to reading. I just don't have the brain capacity right now. I've just been playing video games, which isn't like nothing, you know? 
it's fine you do yeah, you exactly um, I am still trying to figure out what I've read so many like I guess books that fit under like the self-help genre that I'm like over reading but now that I read this and I read a story I like I'm, I'm going to the library today you're gonna be so proud of me guess what I'm going to do late after this oh well apparently you're going to the library and getting books like getting well yes cards. but guess what I'm doing like, before that no idea I'm going to the movies by myself Oh, congratulations. I love going to the movies by myself. I actually went to the movies by myself um a couple weeks ago. Nice. Amazing. Congratulations. I'm movies. going to I'm going to see Barbie. For the first time? Yes. Have you seen uh, it? I, yeah, I laughed. I cried. It was very good. I So that's why I feel like I need to experience it by myself. Because of very, that. I, I went with Aaron. Um but we don't we don't really like, talk to each other. I mean, we do. Like we laugh when whatever. We, it's, the the talking that I do with my sisters in the movie when we go together is that we're judging people around us. So it's not about like <laughs> we're like have our own experience watching the movie. Right. So I think you. I think it'll be great because I want to watch it by myself soon. Okay. See, the bit of a good choice. Yeah, but um, but even so, like, oh, so good. I highly recommend. So You're gonna love. <laughs> america frere and this i mean i saw i've seen so many gifts and like video shorts and i was like oh my god this is gonna be great and i think it's It's what's so funny funny, what's so so funny funny is that i'm going into it knowing that my mom was like i heard it was so bad and all the stuff i saw made no sense and looked so bad which means i'm already gonna like it the older generation thinks it's like anti-men and i'm like you can't be anti-men when there's a (laughs) the people in power but that's fine like so um but that's part of the funny it is, but that's what's part of what's. So yeah, Will um, Ferrell. Sorry, Will Ferrell's in that. I don't know if you know. I that. didn't know that. So fucking brilliant. I can't. There's I can't. So wait. many A-list that's... celebrities that are in there, and they're all. I will say, Dua Lipa's in there, and her acting is shit. But besides well, the two, the two things that she says. When in there, you bring all the people in, you can't hundred and hundred every time. But Barbie was great. I highly. Oh, I'm, people. Su- I'm super excited. I was thinking about going, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna Let's go do by it. myself. And I was like, oh, Maria's going to be so proud of me. Yeah, I love, I, guys, one of the peaceful things that I've ever done to myself is just go to the movies by myself. Like, it's so peaceful. I went to the movies by myself because there was an anime movie co- that, from Japan that came over um, that was only showing for like a week. And obviously, like, no one in my realm watches that anime. I was like, I'm just going to go by myself. And I had the whole fucking theater by myself. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. Like, <laughs> Amazing. Oh yeah, I'm excited. And then I'm gonna go to the library and then I'm gonna come home okay. and hang out with my cats. Like I'm having a true like you day. Nerding out by myself day. Right, Bubby? I I took off today. Well technically we have summer Friday, so I took my summer Friday. Uh, I haven't taken one yet, so um and that's because of work stuff. And I cleaned, played a vinyl, played a couple actually. Yes. I'm actually going to a basketball game because I have season tickets to the New York Liberty. <gasps> Oh, uh, nice. Oh, that's why, like, my stories have just been, like, in Brooklyn watching straight. whatever. Just straight basketball with Monica, actually. I was like, you want to come? She's like, yeah, I'll come. So I love it. Um, so that's my day today. I love it. I love it. That's yep. been the hardest thing for me is, like, this is the first time in, I think, since we were 15 that I actually have time off. And that's I crazy. don't know what to do with myself. So I'm really leaning into the, like, let's you know, do me. I was like, you got to lean in. Baby. Like, my days off when I'm not like when I'm done like maintaining, if you will, my place and my peace. I literally just like what like I'm just do whatever the fuck I want. What do I want to do? What do yeah. I want? Yeah. That's like, the greatest. And I'm sorry, it's like y'all. Building a like, Lego, you know, like, like it's something. The the time between. This is why I don't have kids and I have cats right now. Well, I don't because anyone but my dog the the oh you're you're don't don't okay the this is the time of life when you don't have to answer to anybody right like I the way that my brain sees it is if I have a kid right now the freedom that I've got right we have the stability we have the financial choices right we have we have all of these options but if I have it me as a person, I look at it as if we have kids, I'm giving all of that freedom, all of those opportunities, bro, can you figure out your life right now? I'm giving all of that away to a human who, you know, rightly would deserve it. But like, yeah, but I want it for myself it? for a little while. Like, yeah. I want to enjoy the spoils of the labor of the first 30 years of my life by myself for a little while. And with this guy, and I'll give you what you need, right? Yeah. 
but like yeah I, so I, I i agree i suggest if you're like baby feverish i suggest like just giving yourself a year or two find something else little to love and and just experience your life as your life if you have kids it's great too. love them endlessly but like that's the way that i see it right you yeah, give well, yeah instead of having that buffer of space for like you, you're giving that away. The hardest part I know for me is going to be like, when we are ready to have kids is going to have to deal with the sacrifice of giving it away. That is going to, with like being like, ah, I have to give my this to, I have to now do this when I can't and I don't want to, but it's fine. We'll get there. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, but that's why I know I shouldn't have them yet. Right. I'm not willing to do that. Which is good because people are not that self-aware, <laughs> you know? Like many people, I feel like are not so aware of that fact, and then they put themselves in situations. They're like, "Ah, oh, shit!" <laughs> like I, I wasn't ready, you know. I don't know any of those people. Right? We don't know anyone. <laughs> oh, I bet. Well, I missed you, dude. I'm happy I to see you your too. face. Mm-hmm. Same. We have to actually see each other, like not virtually. Yes, we'll make it happen. Okay. I will drive. I actually really don't mind driving. And I like I'd mind driving places less now than I did when we lived where we lived before. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe because like that's a nice drive. I get to drive through like woods. It's awesome. Okay, so yeah. we'll figure it out. Okay. Cool. Listeners, we're so happy to be back with you. We're going to be coming back. I don't know. Are you going to re- where are we going to release videos at the same time? Do you want to change the day that we release stuff? I might do. What I works? Do... I, I might do like a Monday morning now. Ooh. Give everyone something Ooh. in the beginning of like their work week and when they log on and they see a Spotify <laughs> notification. Hey, hey, <laughs> something to get you going on a Monday morning. That sounds mm, fun. Lovely. That sounds great. Well, grab your cup of coffee on Monday morning and we'll talk to you then, friends. <laughs> okay. All right, bye. I'm over right now. <laughs>